to the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Hey, welcome to the first episode of the GoCast podcast. This week we're going to be talking about our thoughts on the first full week with friends and trading, whether or not we'll see Squirtle Squad members out on Community Day on July 8th, talk about the Pokeball Plus and is it worth picking up. Finally, we'll be talking about Regice and how to handle the Iceberg Pokemon and what to do with him. I'm Chris Puner. With me, I'm joined by... Ness. And Kyle Barnard. So we are really excited uh, to start this show. And we've been talking about it for about a month, all these things, pulling pieces together and getting them going. And here we are. Um, So since this is our first episode, let's give you guys just a little bit of a background about each of us. So Ness, how long have you been like a fan of Pokemon? What's your story as far as Pokemon goes? Oh, goodness. So I was there when Pokemon started back in 1990-something. (laughs) Um, So, you know, I had the booster packs and I played at school before they outlawed it at school. (laughs) Right. You know, I I, I played um, yellow version. I played red. I played blue. You know, I'm a diehard Gen 1 fan. That's pretty much where I I pretty much fell off at that because I believed, you know, the the original Pokemon was where it was at. And then they kept adding people and I was like, nah, that's not my game. Right. So I kind of fell off there. Uh, picked up Pokemon Go in 2016 when it began. You and I started Pogoing together over that summer. I fell off again um, for about a year and a half, two years. No, about it's a year true. and a half. Yeah. yeah. And it is worth noting that you are starting to come around to other generations. Right? You're finding fun right. things that you like. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. So I started picking it up. A couple weeks ago, I'm working real hard on Pokedex completion, my trainer level, getting those steps in, but I, I'm coming around to the next gen Pokemon. Good, but I, slowly I, I but st- surely. I still feel like Gen 1 is the best, and that's where I'm at. Okay, I, so... I'm a nostalgia kind of girl. <laughs> I like nostalgia. Oh, dear, dear Gen 1ers. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right, so uh, if you had to say your favorite Pokemon is... So right now, I am in love with the Alolan, Vulpix, and Ninetales combo. I hatched one of those the other day, and I've been parading oh, it well, as my buddy, we'll so everybody that. can see how great it is. My goodness. Yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful it Pokemon. Is. Some of the Alolan versions, I'm not the biggest fan of myself, but I think that the one... Nine tails they and the definitely Vulpix. nailed. Yeah, it looks Arctic awesome. Fox, awesome. All right, cool. So that's a little bit about Ness. Kyle, yeah. what about you? Like Ness, I've also been playing Pokemon pretty much since its inception. I started with Pokemon Red version. I've played through every single Pokemon game except for the sequels to the mainline, like Black and White Two or Ultra Sun and Moon. And I collected the Pokemon cards, pretty much every single card from series one through seven. Before I realized that it was ridiculously expensive and couldn't maintain <laughs> so it anymore. Many Card- cards. Cardboard is pretty expensive. <laughs> I probably had seven or eight binders full oh my yeah. God. at the time. Yeah. I never learned how to play the card game. Really? I purely collected the cards. Just wait, so, one of the cards. Wait, so you're not telling me like to this day you still don't know how to play, do you? To this day. I never, Are you serious? I, I, I think I understand like in the back of my mind, but I've never sat down oh and my like gosh. played it. Wow. So You know what? We'll have to fix that one of these days. Do you still have all of your cards? No. I Once I decided that it was just too much... They were gone. I, we, me and my dad ended up selling them. Oh, okay. And then I started playing other card games like Magic or, you know, at the sure, time. Sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, if you want to talk about expensive card games, Magic, Magic is a hard one to keep up with and very expensive. Yu-Gi-Oh! was kind of like there too. But if I'm like Magic was the first one to kind of like make that standard format rotation to really kind of keep you under the gun. Yeah. If you wanted to keep up with Magic, you were... Looking at a lot of money every time they released a booster box. I yeah, would, I would have much. liked to have seen your Pokemon card collection. That sounds it was great. Every awesome. card <laughs> had its own sleeve. They were all taped shut. Oh my wow. god! I even had all of the limited edition ones they gave out with the movies. Collector's edition. Oh, wow. Did you have the Pokeball with the the golden cards I did, on the inside? I still, I still <laughs> have, have all those, too. I still have all of those. Yeah. I have them on display at my house in a curio cabinet. <laughs> those, stuff. What, what, they weren't like 14 carat. They, they, they were, were like from Burger King. They were they? like 14 carat plated gold from yeah. either Burger King yeah, or yeah, McDonald's. Yeah. All the Generation 1 Pokemon, that was part of the first movie promotion, wasn't it? Yes. It was yeah. part of the Mewtwo pr- movie promotion. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, Mewtwo Strikes Back. Uh, yeah. The epicenter so. of um, great. nerd dumb. It sounds like it should be a sequel, but it actually is just... 
the first one. And uh, I've been playing Pokemon pretty much as long as these guys mm-hmm. have. Um, but like Kyle, I, I didn't fall off after Generation 1. I continue to play every single generation. Yeah. I think I own every single, at least one kind, one of the two printed versions of every type of generation, including the sequels. I haven't completed every single one of them. I think Sun and Moon I'm having a really hard time with because... Um, well, you know, I just don't have as much time. Um, although I, I try to make a lot of time and I end up just like restarting a lot and like trying to like, I don't know. I, I like to, tr- I, I try to bond with the Pokemon like I did with the first red and blue versions, especially now that like my love for Pokemon has been reignited in such an intense way with Pokemon Go the past two years or so. But those games are just so handholdy. Yeah. I have a really yeah. hard time getting into them in the ways I did the other games because it felt like you were actually forging an adventure. I just restarted Sun last night, actually, and it took me 25 minutes before it gave me my Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I was like, I, I just, I want to start my adventure. That being said, the storytelling uh, elements and the cinematics and stuff like that, there's too many of them, but they're done really well. Especially for the hardware that's on. Oh, totally. It's a beautiful game. Anyway, so enough about other Pokemon besides Pokemon Go, which is what we're here to talk about. So, Ness, what is your your current goal? I think you talked about completing your Pokedex, Mm -hmm. but if you had just like one particular goal right now, what are you working on? Trainer level. You're just working on increasing trainer level? Since I, you know, I fell off for that year and a half, I'm a little bit behind and I feel like I need to get back up to speed. I'm at 28 right now. I'm halfway through 28. Okay. And I'd like to be in the 30s. What, What ways are you working on like leveling up? Doing a lot of walking, a lot of hatching eggs, popping those lucky eggs when we're doing evolutions, raids, going out on weekend raid trains with the local groups nearby and just hitting up as many raids. You know, lucky egg XP is 20,000 a raid. Working on friendship uh, XP right now since we we got a few great friends that 10,000 a piece is really helpful. Oh. Farming, well, you know, I'm at work in near three different Pokestops. We'll talk about the friend system in a little bit. Yeah. We'll come back to that. Kyle, if you had to pick one thing that you were focusing on right now in Pokemon Go, what would it be? I'm just—I want to add on to that before that because I didn't talk about me playing Pokemon Go. I got okay. distracted by the card game. <laughs> yeah. uh, I started playing Pokemon Go when it started, but I was—I was in college and it didn't really grab me at the time. There wasn't enough there, and it kind of just felt incomplete. So I just put it, it down. Was arguably it was yeah, it yeah. definitely yeah. it was a phenomenon. At the time, because everyone who mm-hmm. was that uh, summer in their 20s who grew up with Pokemon could catch them finally. So I, I kind of just put it down until me and my girlfriend picked it back up last summer. And then we used it as an excuse to go out walking and played it incredibly casually. And only in the last maybe three months have I really started to, to focus my gameplay and learn all the ins and outs to go. So what would you say the motivator is between well, being a casual player, just kind of like picking up, having fun, and like actually going after it and like having a goal in mind, like a structured way of playing? I think part of it for me is learning the the hidden aspects of the game, the stats and everything like that. I've played other mobile games and I've you have to put in a little more effort to learn all the... Yeah. What you're working on right now is... Probably right now it's the same as Ness because because of that time gap and because of being casual, I'm also only level 28. Slickers. Just a little bit from 29. <laughs> so Okay. So probably 29 the next day or so, maybe two days. Yeah. Um, cool. What about you, Chris? What's your goal? So I played every single year, but winters were always really hard yeah. for me to be motivated to still play. You can't get out um, as well. Because we live in the, around Chicago, like real mm. near to Chicago in the Midwest. The winters here are a little bit... <laughs> Extreme? Uh, yeah. It's, Varied. It's, it's hard to get the out. Tundra. Um, even if you have sidewalks, which is not always a given <laughs> in neighborhoods around here, it can be kind of tough. Uh, yeah. So, you know, hey, like there's Christmas events. You log in for that, catch a few ice Pokemon. They're like, oh, that's cool. and put it down for a few months. Nobody, Nobody wants want... to walk in a blizzard. Nobody right. wants to go outside when it's negative 10 outside. Right. But then summer comes around and something about it, something about getting out and just meeting up with people, mm-hmm. everybody right. and their mother is out and literally their mothers, their mothers are out playing Pokemon Go right. and all over the place. Ness and I, when we do our raid trains on Sundays, we go out and we hook up with local groups with their Discord and there's families of people they pull yeah. up in a caravan and two adults and like three kids or like a grandma pop out or whatever and all of them are playing mm-hmm. and they're all helping each other and talking about Pokemon in such an exciting way. Yeah, I don't think we 
we haven't really met anybody in this area that we live in until Pokemon Go, yeah. until we started meeting up with local community people, and we're like, oh yeah, we live over there, and you know, it's, it's bringing us together with people that we would have never met before, and the community aspect has just been amped up so much this summer. And finding places that we would normally not have right. gone to in the Parks. first place, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a lot of them, especially when we were doing our MuQuest steps. Nessa's still working on that. I recently just finished my MuQuest. Um, Ditto. Yeah. Still trying to catch a ditto. Ooh. <laughs> Do you want to be the one to tell him this? Which? About, okay, so the first day oh, that Ness was on her step yeah. to catch the ditto, she caught three. Are you kidding so me? So apparently where I work <laughs> is just a hive for dittos, just constant ditto captures. And a lot of them I get, I use the Go Plus, I catch them with my Go Plus, and I don't even notice until I look through them like, oh, I caught a few dittos today. So. I think I've maybe Sorry. caught four dittos, like, ever. Not when you need them. Like, ever. We'll see. We'll see how that works out for me. Well, hopefully we can grab them on one of the event days coming up, because we'll be, we'll be out there farming for a few hours. So, yeah, that, that's pretty much where we're at. I'm also looking to increase my training level. I'm at 34 right now, so I'm, like, halfway through my journey to level 40 with the total experience. I think you're, I think um, you're more like I'm a, a little third. Bit, I'm a little bit under, yeah, halfway. And by a little bit, I mean, like, yeah, there's a healthy amount. Uh, you need a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm also doing lucky eggs, walking mm-hmm. a bunch, hatching eggs, all that stuff. That's pretty much where I'm at. But I'm also really looking at collecting shinies and keeping one of every single type of Pokemon yes. in my Pokemon <laughs> storage uh, at all catalogued. points and times. So, yeah, I've got a, a Charmander that starred, a Charmeleon that starred, a Charizard that starred. Shiny versions of all three of those right. from like that, but for every single Pokemon that's released, that's my goal. I am not there um, yet. Because I'm obsessive like this. <laughs> uh, and it's crazy, but I think a lot of people do that stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, so, hey, let's talk about some news First, there's been a, a couple of really exciting updates that came out the past couple of weeks. We were going to record last week which this would have been a much more fresh news story. Um, but we kind of want, we couldn't get everybody together all at once. We wanted to have everybody together. And here we are. And actually, it works out because after we've had our first full week with it, we're ready to have a much more intelligent conversation that's more than just blind excitement. I think it's rad. But there's a couple of things to talk about there. So, like, what do you guys think about the friends and trading system so far? I like it because of what it's going to bring rather than what it is right now because with a friend system in place the basis to create clans or guild you want to call it which pokemon go being a community-based game having your own community in the game is something i'm really looking throughout the game's history yeah i mean right now there isn't too much of a social aspect to it other than being able to exchange trainer codes and gifts um, and do close proximity training um, when you're nearby but they don't have like a chat feature or anything like that, which I think is nice for the time being. Um, that leaves us, you know, to Discord or whatever other methods that we're using to get close to people. But it's nice that you can start connecting with people and especially with all of, you know, the great rewards that you get for having friends at different levels with the raid bonus points and the bonus balls and all so of that. to touch on the whole social thing, um, I know that when this system first came out, there was an issue. If you were a Pokemon trainer under the age of 13, yes, you could not add mm-hmm. people as friends. And so therefore you did not have access to trading. And right. this is still the same deal. So there's like all of these comments and replies because I follow all of this stuff mostly on Twitter because that's where mm-hmm. a lot of this news kind of like happens. There are parents that are just like, hey, why can't I be friends with my own kid? And mm-hmm. there's just threads of parents that bring this up and bring this up and talk about it. And they're right. They're totally right. But you have to think about it also from, from Niantic perspective. Think about it. When you send somebody a gift, comes with a postcard, tells mm-hmm. you exactly where you are yeah. and where you've been. And so this is like a real security issue. When you're talking about having young children in public places and out exploring in parks that are easily accessible by other people that mean to do harm or what have you, that is it's literally just like a red flag. Of and like, not just that. This but is where these people frequent. Yeah. And with trading, you know, you have to be in close proximity with somebody to be able to trade. and Which is know, a cool right, feature. It's cool. But at the same time, we don't want the kids going out, you know, a 13-year-old meeting up with somebody older that could potentially take advantage of them. It can get dangerous. So yeah, definitely. Making sure that we're all being conscious of what a proximity friendship means for this kind of game. I see why it's in place because a lot of games have similar situations especially because pokemon go is a free game so anybody can pick it up and start playing and then start adding eventually so there is that 
protection. I mean, but there's a social responsibility part of it, too. And if, if you were Niantic, limiting it to adults over the age of 13, I, I, you also, there's there's got to be a level of legality with this. Right, I'm sure that, there is. That there's things that maybe they were going to put a system in place. Mm-hmm. Maybe there was going to be a way for parents to approve of their children right. under the age of 13 trainers and stuff like that. Like, Could be on the way. Know, we don't know. It mm-hmm. totally is. I mean, with Niantic, you never really know. <laughs> it's possible that it's right around the corner, mm-hmm. or it's possible we won't see it for another year or two. Right, right. Um, but for the time being, under the age of 13, you can't be a friend uh, with anybody, and therefore you can't trade, which is both a bummer and also kind of a blessing yeah. a little bit. So if you're 13 and under, I'm so sorry, but on your 13th birthday, have your Pokemon Go playing parent trade you a legendary or something like that. <laughs> it's going to be rad. For those of you that are enjoying the friends and trading system, I hope you're enjoying it. For sending gifts to people with the awesome postcard is like mm-hmm. really really fun yeah yeah i love seeing where my friends have been and like where they're sending me stuff from that's really cool especially our international friends you know seeing oh, yeah. things come from canada or australia or wherever it is and getting those gifts especially with the imagery right. from postcard postcard mm-hmm. yeah because some of them are some of them are great and then some of them are funny because they're a sponsored and you're like oh so you were there yeah so it's yeah it's pretty it's pretty cool they also introduced alolan forms with this in a very sly and very cool way mm-hmm. to help encourage people to kind of like use this gift giving system which they've tweaked in the first couple of weeks already there used to be a couple of really interesting limits and things like that before it was you can only hold five gifts at a time it gave a bunch of items it was called a, a bundle system and if you look it up online uh, we'll have a list of things like that in the show notes for you to take a look at it would give you like ultra balls max revive stuff like that but it only give you like two groupings of things and then if you had an open egg slot you can get an alolan 7k egg which could hatch into four types of kanto originated alolan pokemon it was meowth sandshrew vulpix and grimer mm-hmm. um vulpix being the rarest and meowth being by far <laughs> the most common. I can't tell you how many times Ness and I are going on a walk and I'm like, oh, my Alolan egg is hatching. She's like, oh, what is it? I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. She's like, Meowth, huh? And still Meowth. Kyle doesn't have one yet. No, yeah. I actually, I haven't Blessed. hatched any eggs in a while, oh. which yeah. we can, we'll talk about later because it'll be more applicable. But. <laughs> For sure. But yeah, Friends and Train is finally here and we're excited about it. We it's hope great. you guys are too. If you haven't been playing this game for a while, yes, this is a brand new feature. Yes, there's some issues with it, mm-hmm. but also, yes, it's very welcome. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and then next up for updates, the July research. This show is being recorded on the 30th. It'll be published on the 1st of July. So this is live as of today the research tasks if you do your research and then you get you know your seven day uh scientific breakthrough it was just articuno Mm -hmm. and now it's going to be snorlax with body slam and body slam is important because it was a legacy move snorlax doesn't come with body slam anymore right and this is awesome so i mean are you guys looking forward to this yeah, I mean, I don't even have a Snorlax yet because of that gap that I had there. So I'm just excited to have that. But the Legacy move is definitely welcome, too. I love that they keep adding really awesome move sets for limited periods of time for these things, too. I'm excited, too, because I've only ever seen one Snorlax. And I threw probably 25 Pokeballs <laughs> at it before it ran away. So And the I'm idea of a Snorlax running, running away. away. Yeah, I'm just like... Why? What is, it's just like, it's, let me catch you. It's I a just, real hit to your trainerhood. You yeah. know? Snorlax ran so. away from me. <laughs> That's a bummer. Oh, yeah. So I'm excited to get my hands on a, a Snorlax like that. It's also interesting because the previous Community Day, they gave uh, Tyranitar, mm-hmm. who is a really good offensive Pokemon. and now, Arguably one of the best. And yeah. now they're giving Snorlax, who is the second best defensive right. Pokemon. So they're really letting people who want to play have this accessibility without playing a large amount. And build that team, that perfect gym defense team. Oh yeah, so get out there and get your Snorlax this month, starting today. So get on out there. There's lots of other stuff happening today and the remainder of the weekend that we're recording this on, and also for this entire summer, at the forefront of the event calendar, which is 
jam-packed for this summer. Reg Ice is available in Legendary Raids up until July 19th. Now, of course, that could change. It could be extended. could be shortened. We could see other Legendary Raids. But right now, if you see a Legendary Raid, it's going to be Reg Ice. And we'll talk more about that guy later on the show. He'll get his own time. So we'll come back to him. But secondly, Professor Willow's Global Research Challenge. This is kind of a complicated event. It's a three-stage deal, and the first event is actually happening right now. In Dortmund, Germany. Right now, um, they have an event for the Safari Zone, and it's July 30th through July 1st, so yesterday and today, um, and the awards start unlocking on July 2nd, so tomorrow. And right now they have... Let's see, a massive spawn of Rosalia, um, shiny Rosalia is out there, and it's international, it's worldwide, but it's they... It's not in my bag yet. I know, <gasps> I know. I watched, I watched a friend catch, catch a shiny more. on the first shot today. Oh yeah, oh, this morning. What did he say, too? He was like, oh, it has different colored hands. I was like, <laughs> 20 uh, later, I still didn't catch it by oh, the time I left. That's about where I'm at yeah. right now. So that's what they're yeah. doing right now. The different catch zones, the research zones are split into four different areas. So there is the event zone, which right now is Dortmund Safari Zone. Um, and you have to unlock at least 100,000 research a, tasks. It's Rose Park or something like that. It, yes. it's, in a, it's in a big park. It's an open first come first serve sort mm-hmm. of deal. Yet, right. uh, it was yesterday and today. Today being the first, if you're listening to it on the day that it was put out, the 30th and the first. That's why Rosalia is showing up right. worldwide. The Rose Garden. It's, it's mm-hmm. in a gigantic rose garden right each group needs to unlock at least a hundred thousand research tasks over the two days so dortmund safari zone if they unlock their level of one hundred thousand research tasks they get extended catch xp well we all unlock yes. these during the yes. through the second to the ninth in mm-hmm. july Right. And then and the so, rest of the world is split up into three groups. Right. First group was Asia Pacific due to the time zone. Um, and I believe they unlocked theirs, which was the one hour lucky eggs. The Americas gain hatch XP. And the next group, Europe, the Middle East, and Africa all together gain raid XP. If all of those get done, then we also unlock a bonus day of an Articuno day, which is Saturday, yes. July 11th. Ju- oh, July 7th. July 7th, sorry. July 7th. And. Yes. That is the first opportunity that we've had mm-hmm. um, to get a shiny Articuno. So if you are deciding to take the weekend off from Pokemon Go, let me behoove you to go outside, spin a couple of things, and do at least like five research tasks. I think mm-hmm. that's what the math breaks down to. Is that right. everybody, If everybody does five over the weekend, we'll be groovy. Right. Please, please, for the love of God, for those of us that like to collect mm-hmm. shiny Pokemon, and that's me please. <laughs> right, so for the Articuno Day on Saturday, July 7th, they'll issue five free raid passes so you can go out and raid where you can get Articunos all during that time. They'll be all the raids, and then you can also get a shiny during that period, too, if you're lucky. If which you're lucky. Which is a big, it's a big if. I don't know. It depends um, on the day, you know? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. You seem pretty lucky. You know, I, I I'm didn't, not so lucky. I didn't get any shinies <laughs> until the last day of the Kyogre raids. And then I got two. You did get two. I did get two. the first shiny Lavatar. Right. I also got the first shiny Lavatar of the day, too. But that was, like, where it ended. I haven't gotten any shiny since You played through the entire water festival because you love... You love Whalmer. I do. Because <laughs> he's just a big I old do. ball. He's so happy. And I know everybody was like, oh my gosh, another Whalmer. And I was like, oh, yes, Whalmer. <laughs> I love him. And she wanted a shiny Whalmer so bad. And she never caught one. She shiny checked and caught every single one that she saw. And we played a lot and for those two no weeks. Shiny and you have one, don't you? I have two. You I have sh- two. I have a shiny Whalmer and a shiny Whale Lord. Oh, no. But that shiny Whalmer is probably going to go to Ness, if we're <laughs> yes. being very honest. Yes. If I you know, want to keep a positive atmosphere in our house. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, the other events that are going on, July 14th through the 15th is Pokemon Go Fest 2018 in Chicago. So we'll be there. Yes. I will be actually in the fest, and then these two will be doing what we're calling a perimeter party. Mm-hmm. where they're not actually going to be at the event because they were not able to procure tickets. Um, but myself and our event guy, his name is Alex DeFranco. You have not met him yet, but he's wonderful, trust me. We'll be there and we'll do, be doing stuff and obviously all the things that are exciting about Pokemon Go Fest. I'm jazzed about it. We'll talk about that eventually. Probably not today. We had a lot of the stuff to cover. Um, but similar format. There is people at the event have to complete 100,000 research tasks. If you do, we're going to get extra candy on mm-hmm. catch for your Pokemon. Yes. Those um, are always really nice nice that's awesome it's, it's fantastic with the map it does yes and who doesn't like that 
And then, so if the Europe, Middle East, and Africa do it, there's going to be extra candy on hatch, which is crazy because you already get a boatload. Um, the Americas will get, I think it's decreased egg hatching distance, which yes. does stack mm-hmm. with incubators and special incubators. Yes. And then the Asia Pacific region will be getting extra rare candy. I think it's at least one rare candy is what the fine print was saying per raid encounter. And then we don't know what the bonus reward's going to be, but a bunch of the discords were saying that somewhere in the code, somebody confirmed that Celebi is going to be the special research task at the actual event. Something is happening at the event where each of us are going to get Celebi if we, you know, do the appropriate things. I mean, that's a rumor, but still. Um, Not like last year where they just gave us Lugia. Um, Gave. Well, mine was only like an 80%, so like, whatever. Only. You know. That's at least usable. (laughs) It's true. It's the only Lugia I own. But they are saying with the the event, at least at GoFest, I don't know if this is with Dortmund or... um, Yokosuka, Japan, um, where they're doing the late summer one, you can hang out in the event if you are not one of the GoFest ticket holders, but you can't catch any Pokemon in the event unless you have the QR bracelet. Yes, and this is how this worked last year, right. too, is that none of the... They put a bunch of special stops in Grant Park, which is where GoFest was last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we went in there, and we waited in a really long line. Yes, it was hot. Yes, it was a logistical nightmare. But, you know, I still had a lot of fun because the community aspect of it was overwhelmingly you got to start fun. your game. Yes, that's true. I'm, I have Sprint, so I was one of the lucky few that was able to play intermittently um, while my phone was not overheating. Um, <laughs> I did get sun poisoning that day. Wow, what a day to remember in infamy. But uh, you had to scan a QR code and like activate your account, which is why the ticket registration was the way that it is. If you guys don't already know this, you got access to special spawns and special stops in the event park. So, yeah, we don't have a date for this third event, this Pokemon Go Safari Zone that that's in Yokosuka, like Ness was talking about. But similarly, if you're in the event to do your research tasks, you get extra Stardust on Catch. Europe, Middle East, and Africa, we're going to get your star pieces will be extended to an hour. Kind of like the Lucky Egg was in the first one, but now for star pieces, there's a theme. There's a theme. The first one was XP. The second one was hatching things and getting candy. And then this third one's all about Stardust. So then the Americas, you guys get extra Stardust on hatching. Asia Pacific, if you guys do it, we get extra Stardust on a raid. And then there's a bonus reward unlocked for that one as well. And then if we do everything, everything, there's also an extra bonus ultra unlock that nobody has <laughs> any idea. Ultra, Ultra bonus. What does that even mean? We could sit here and speculate all day. But, I mean, I'm sure that they'll announce it probably like a month prior. Probably. That's kind of what they do. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, sounds about know. right. Yeah, that sounds about right. The bonus unlock to look forward to for this first event is Articuno Day for Shiny Articuno Day. So we'll probably see all three of the legendary birds and then probably this Ultra bonus unlock, this fourth event, if we do everything, will be uh, what? Ho-Oh, Lugia, Shiny, but Shiny Ho and Shiny Lugia have already come out, so that's not a big deal. Maybe something we're not going to expect. We don't know. Shiny Mute. <laughs> can they? Can can they? Even? Can they please? Yeah, maybe no, that'd be I cool. Wouldn't hold maybe, your breath. Maybe it's an EX raid system that everybody can enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that be something? Mondays at th- three p.m. I think I saw some for yeah, which is crazy. Thursday never gonna yeah. help me. <laughs> so Ness and I actually we're going to an EX raid uh, this upcoming Thursday, mm-hmm. and it's at. 1 p.m., something yeah, like 1 that. 1 p.m. to 1.45. So, I mean, it's the day after the 4th of July. It's July 5th. Mm-hmm. I had the day off. I was going to take the day off, and she was going to take the day off, too. Mm-hmm. So it worked out for us. But if this hadn't been a holiday... Right. Why? How and are if we, we were able, able to... Why is it the middle of the week? I don't understand. I don't know. I'll never I'll never be able to make those. Yeah. My, right. my schedule just doesn't allow it. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you work a job. You yeah. have a job that in the middle of the day on a, on a Thursday we or Wednesday, you're... Jobs. you're in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess we all do work. We do work <laughs> jobs. Work work My jobs. schedule is just a little more hectic. Right. Maybe. Yeah. Piecemeal. Yeah. Piecemeal. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to talk about Squirrel Community Day? Sure. We are now, we've now reached the third starter Pokemon of the first generation, which everybody's really excited about because who doesn't love Squirtle? Most <laughs> I people... haven't met somebody that doesn't love Squirtle. I mean, we've all met people who don't like Bulbasaur. I'm hoping that That's fair, the but... shiny for Squirtle has sunglasses. So, That's what I want. Uh, we're going to get to that. that we're going to get to that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hold your breath. <laughs> oh, I, I would. I, I'm very I skeptical. <laughs> skeptical. Okay. It seems like something they wouldn't surprise us. It seems like something they'd want to advertise to I get. Because everybody... I don't know. Hey, all right. So, funny you say that. We'll get to this right now. So, they put <laughs> out this tweet that said, hmm, the weather was looking particularly nice for July's 
Hashtag Pokemon Go Community Day. Sunshine emoji. Remember to pack some sunblock, stay hydrated, and maybe bring some sunglasses. Stay tuned, trainers. And it is good to know for context that prior to this, for at least a month, every other online community has been campaigning for Squirtle Squad. Squirtle Squad. In the hundreds, in the thousands of hashtags of Go Squirtle Squad, Squirtle Squad or Riot, like all this stuff. And then they tweet this. Come on, Kyle. Are those sunglasses on the ground in front of him? Is that what that is? Yes. <gasps> uh, okay. That's I'll, what it looks like. I'll, I'll are give you, you not I'll convinced? Give you, I'll give you that. It's a very convincing argument. Come on. It's a convincing I'm argument. Tease. Yes. But do yes. you think it's just going to be the shiny? No. Okay. I think so it'll here, be the shiny. Here's what I think is going to happen. I don't think they're going to, for the sake of people that do collecting like myself. Right. It'll just be a form like, like um... Uh, party hat Pikachu sure. or Santa hat Pikachu, sure, sure. and it will just spawn like regular Squirtles spawn. But the shiny one, they won't touch. There won't be mm. a shiny one with sunglasses. I guarantee you, that's okay. how it's going to work. Okay. At least okay. in my mind, we'll but see. It's not the first time I've been wrong about Pokemon Go, we'll and see. it won't be the last. <laughs> yeah. So, what's happening on this community day? Because there's a lot of bonuses that go each of these, right? So, what yeah, are they every, for this one? Every community day has some of the pretty standard bonuses we've established. Now, your lures are going to last the entire time that the event happens, so the full three hours, as long as you activate it during the community day. It's or during the time that it started. This time around, eggs are going to be hatching faster. And they will have community day sale boxes like they did the previous community days. They got a bunch of pin app berries like they did previously, so you can get as much out of your hatching as possible. You know, I'm not sure because they, they change it based on what the bonuses are. So I'm sure it might have pineapple berries in it, but I think they'll probably have a bunch of incubators yeah, too. Yeah, super incubators, definitely. I mean, they did launch some of the community day type sale boxes in the store again i know they were gone for a while there are some back in the store yeah, um, i didn't some... see any with pineapple berries though they have there were also um, none with raid passes i what think are... they have star pieces yep and they have lucky eggs lucky incubators, eggs, incubators. Mm-hmm. I, there's one more thing but i don't remember what it is it's very much based on the friends and trading thing i think right now so maybe mm-hmm. they'll change around community aid next week but for right now they're you're right. friends in trading. Yeah, right now it's got incense, super incubators, mm-hmm. lucky egg, and star pieces, the ultra. I think you got 12 of each of those right. for 1480 which is the standard price for that box. Oh, that's um, yeah, that's incredible value. You better believe I already oh my God. that box. Yeah, that's 12 that's incubators true. as well? Yes. Yeah, so that's, you, yeah, you get really good 12 value. incense, 12 super incubators, 12 lucky eggs, and 12 star pieces. Mm-hmm. Incredible. I think it's very much for the friends in trading aspect right now. Yeah, the great box has a similar offering, five incense. It's five of each, but instead of star pieces, you get lure modules. Mm-hmm. Um, and the special box, you just get four incense, three regular egg incubators, and four lucky eggs. So right. not really – if, you, if you're going to go for go one – Go for the ultra. Just go for the ultra. Yeah. You it's know? just the value there. Twelve super incubators. Mm-hmm. That's going to save you so much trouble when having eggs. That's why I got it. I got all my eggs in those super incubators right now. They're hatching like crazy. They're especially, if you, especially if you <laughs> run into a time where you just have nine 10-kilometer eggs yes. and just don't – want to have to work through all those without Less. having all of them in inks. Right, right, exactly. Um, so uh, there's usually like a, a special move if you evolve. It was Blast Burn for Charizard, for Tyrantar. It was Smackdown. Mm-hmm. What are we looking for for Squirtle? Well, the iconic water uh, Pokemon move is going to be Hydro Cannon, especially because Blastoise enters the cannons on his back. Slash. Mm-hmm. So... And that's to keep in mind that you get Hydro Cannon only if you evolve a War Turtle during that three-hour community day time. Or if you catch a Blastoise in the wild. Or if you catch a Blastoise. Or if you do a raid of a Blastoise. Right. Yes. So you have to have an evolution to Blastoise or procure a Blastoise to get that Hydro Cannon during that period of time only. Yeah. I think this last community day, we dedicated our last 30 minutes to IV checking and evolving yes. the entire time. Yes. And we needed that entire window. Yes. We tried to sneak in one more raid and we cut it like really close. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Yeah. It was pretty great though because everybody else, uh, we went downtown Chicago and everybody else in those last 30 minutes did the exact same thing. Like the, 30, really the 30 minutes hit and everybody just sat down. <laughs> that was yeah. near the parks. Yeah. All found a spot and just like went through their list. Yeah, we were in Millennium Park and uh-huh. it was it was a buzz with people. Yes. And then yeah, like three thirty happened and people just like found a bench or on the floor just uh-huh. on the sidewalk just sat. 
<laughs> and they're all just like going through the phones. And we're like, oh yeah, okay, all right. And it's regular people. You could tell they were because they were walking around like they didn't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. So how how was the best way probably to prepare for this community day? It might be a useful thing to talk about. But I mean, other than just keeping your really good IV squirtles ready to evolve. Mm-hmm. I can't really think of anything else. I mean, I guess for like a regular community day type of thing, make sure you have all your, all your Pokeballs. If you're going to lure up, lure up, incense up. If you're going to do that, make sure you got those lucky A's popping. Save up pinat berries. Don't use them on whatever you're catching in the wild so you can just have the maximum amount of candies limited time. I ended up not doing that the last uh, community day because I was just enjoying the event. You know, Enjoying the, the larvitars. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, that was. Uh, I think that was like your first big like mm-hmm. destin Pokemon destination. Yeah, uh, it was trip. the first time that I'd like gone on an adventure while playing Pokemon Go rather than being around. Go. Yeah, it's a different sort of game when you go out and go to a place, especially like in the city like that. Oh my gosh, you, it was just wall to wall larvitars and wall to wall Pokemon Go players and lures all the way across the park. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Yeah. All right, cool. So, yeah, that's pretty much sums it up. All the real mega important news. Um, let's touch base on the newest Pokemon official accessory that's on the on the horizon. It's paired with a brand new Switch title, too. Mm-hmm. I know, Kyle, you're, you're really interested in this because you just got your Pogo Plus. I did. Yeah. Just, just came today, actually. I just got to use it the first time. So we're talking about, of course, the Pokeball Plus which is going to be an accessory for Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu. I'm not so excited about that title. I seem to have an unpopular opinion. We like the idea of it. I believe it's just gone on sale for the, for the accessory itself. Yeah, um, it's, I think it's on pre-order. I yeah. think the pre-orders were either sold out last week or something like that, but I think they're going to re- reopen Saw pre-orders eventually. a whole bunch of them when I was shopping for the uh, Pokemons. Mm-hmm. So we have this Pokeball accessory. It's Gonna function exactly like a Pokemon Go Plus that you can use to connect with your Pokemon Go and catch Pokemon without having your game or without having it, which is a fantastic feature, let me tell you, having gotten to use it for the first time ever. It makes the game a lot more enjoyable not having to check my phone oh, every for sure. single time. You get and to less, look around. Less dangerous. <laughs> yes, less dangerous, certainly. This one's like shaped like an actual Pokeball. Right. Like, yeah. it's cl- In my opinion, I think it's clever. And cute, but I think it's kind of a strange direction to go, especially because they're advertising being able to play the entire game with this, too, to play the soul. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because it works as a Joy-Con, right? Yeah, it just, it just need it's just a joystick that also can compress. And that's kind of all you need to play a Pokemon game. You can play a Pokemon game with one button and movement, so it works out, but it's also motion sensitive so for the game for the switch at least you can mime throwing a pokeball See, and catch it that's where i'm gonna have the problem because i'm gonna accidentally throw that thing i don't know how many people are gonna throw the actual pokeball wow. like i have to have that strap around my wrist because otherwise it's gonna go across the room and i'm gonna break it <laughs> yeah they learned they've they've learned their lesson with the wii long <laughs> time have. See, i didn't have a wii <laughs> I didn't get the experience of accidentally throwing those my controller first, through the, the screen. First, the controllers were okay. The yeah. televisions were not. Right. They did not <laughs> yeah. do Those that, first right. three months, there was a look TV. There was. I mean, then they came they, out with wrist straps, didn't they, initially? No, they didn't. They didn't, The no. original Wii oh. consoles had no wrist straps. They had them as add-ons, mm-hmm. but they didn't come with it. And then so, they realized everybody was breaking their really expensive like, oh, TVs. And let's add this. So the Pokeball mm-hmm. Plus appears to come with a wrist strap, which, <laughs> right. let's, let's be fair, that's... That's that's going to be obvious. And we'll let you know more about that as it comes closer. Um, Chris and I already have a Nintendo Switch, and we plan on getting the title, so I'm sure we will also go after the Pokeball Plus, and we'll let you know how that goes. But for yeah, now, I mean, it's in we'll, pre-order we'll, mode. When it's in hand, we'll, we'll probably get it, because, I mean, knowing us, and especially knowing my track record of spending money on Pokemon games, mm-hmm. I'll probably get Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, and then Ness and I will probably have our own... Um, Pokeball Plus is just for the heck of it. I mean, it's it's, it's cute. It's fun. I mean, what's not to like about it? And you it? get a Mew with it, It's right? not... Yeah. yeah so, but it's only right. for the Switch game. Right, let's, right. Let's keep, yeah, keep it clear. So, so. It, just really quick recap, because this is old news, but with these games, it's kind of like a reskinned version of Pokemon Yellow, which, which is cool. It's a great game. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And it looks like the graphic styling of Sun and Moon, it's like the 3D top-down stuff. Sure. Pokemon appear out in the wild, and you can see 
them, kind of like Pokemon Go, so you don't click on them, you run into them, and sometimes they like fly into you and stuff like that. Oh. And it's it's really rad. Yeah. You know, it's not random encounters. Like you can see them and avoid them if you want to, sure. or you can hunt them. More down. like Final Fantasy sort of thing. Yeah, no, Final Fantasy was also random encounter too. Uh, you um, see some them. of them are a little bit different. Yeah, you yeah. could run into things like that. But um, I'm thinking like eight and ten. Fair. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, this thing is motion sensitive. You can load it up with Pokemon and carry them around, and it, it's going to have some Pokemon Go. Um, there's going to be some Pokemon Go and and Let's Go uh, cross connectivity play. and crossover yeah. stuff mm-hmm. where you can transfer Pokemon from Go to Let's Go, but, but not, not vice the other versa. Way. Right. Right. So um, this thing's going to become loaded with a Mew, which mm-hmm. is cool, but it's only going to be good on your Let's Go game. So uh, that's an investment for that. And let's be honest. If you're playing a Pokemon game, you don't really want a free, like, legendary right when you start because you want to experience the game, not have something given to you. That's true. but So that's like a nice collector I think it'll be a novelty. Thing. But yeah. who, who is this marketed towards? Kids. Well, I mean, looking at the gameplay, it's it's definitely marketed towards a younger audience. Okay, mm-hmm. so I think I agree, but also there's an entire group of people that play Pokemon Go that have never played a main series game, and so like this game with the gameplay that kind of like marries the catching mechanics and all that stuff, it's totally designed to just bring them in. The Mew is like the thing to do as a Pokemon Go player. So saying like, hey, he's Mew, go enjoy the game. You know, you oh, actually get to get use that. Mew for a thing because mm-hmm. in Pokemon Go, people don't really use the Mews for anything except for like trophies. Well, um, that and I think it harkens back to the nostalgic. You get the limited edition Mew card. Certain things that there were booster packs that, you know, all the booster packs at a certain point in time got the limited edition Mew. So I feel like that's just kind of... What travels right, through right, the yeah. Pokemon games through the ages. You know, we got the Mew in our research tasks. We're getting the Mew with the Pokeball Plus, And we got the Mew cards way back when in, like, 1999. With the movie <laughs> right, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the absolutely. Release. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely trying to hit on... It's firing on, on all cylinders to get new people into the franchise right. to buy into the other styles of games. So if I want to buy this for Ness and I, Kyle, how much is this going to run me if I want to get the two games and the two Pokeball Pluses? Well, just the accessory itself is going to be forty nine ninety nine minus any shipping or taxes the location has it. And they're going to sell a bundle for the game and the Pokeball Plus for nine 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 nine. Which is really not going to save you a whole lot, but... I think it's like 10 bucks, right? Yeah, it, if it does, yeah. sometimes you can get the games for forty nine 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 with Pokemon. At least that's what I've seen. Yeah, so, I th- I, I'm, Switch games go... Are they 60? They're, they're, they usually, they're usually 60. Yeah. Usually. Okay. Yeah, so it would save you like 10 bucks. 10 bucks. It's underwhelming and they're already they're you know they're going to be sold out everywhere let's be honest for especially for a good while christmas gift time yeah yep. when is this coming out it's coming out in the middle of november so november 18th is when it's going to release well when it's av- oh when it's the, actually yeah. out and available yes mm-hmm. i think it's the 16th 16th oh okay in, in that in that ballpark but i wouldn't be surprised if it gets pushed back maybe yeah. a little bit but at least the the accessory will be out and i think i saw a lot of gameplay and i heard a lot of people talking about the gameplay on like other podcasts i listened to that the game demo that they had at e3 mm-hmm. was like viridian forest right yes and it was apparently like incredible people that were like not so thrilled about it it was immersive it was fun we're getting so close to pokemon vr yeah, it so was close. it was very right, nice to right. look at seeing, <laughs> seeing Pokemon in the world. Yes, that's really cool. Yeah, all the AR stuff is really exciting, and I think that this game is really cool because I kind of like ties traditional gaming to like that dream and that mindset. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the main series games and exciting things from that, and then them coming to Pokemon Go, we just got this new big abominable iceberg, bro. <laughs> His name. Is Reg Ice. Mm-hmm. So Reg Ice was released as one of our raid bosses. The big iceberg guy was the three legendary titans of Hoenn, along with Registeel and Regirock, which are supposed to appear as raid bosses later in the summer. Um, he actually comes from Generation 3 as the main ice type, um, but Reg Ice shares its category with Avalug. Um, they're both known as Iceberg Pokemon, the only Iceberg Pokemon. Reg Ice is a giant iceberg with legs. And- yeah, so Avalug is like this tortoise-looking guy. Mm-hmm. He's got, like, ice on his back. Right. So, yeah, each Pokemon has its own title in, in the Pokedex, right, right. right? Yeah. So, hey, while you're doing that, I'm going to look up what this guy's Pokedex entry is because I'd love to know. Yeah, so Reg Ice um, is 
historically known as kind of a huge defender Pokemon, which in Pokemon Go isn't necessarily a great thing because you can't use legendaries as gym defenders. You can't put them in gyms, though he's kind of stuck in your group as like a tank that just kind of runs the clock and takes hits. Um, so his attack is 179 for base stats. His defense is a whopping 356, which puts which him at awesome. rank 2 out of the 168 relevant Pokemon that are in that. And he's tied, right? Yeah. Yeah, he is tied, actually, with Regirock, who mm -hmm. has the same defense. Yes. Who isn't in yet, the game, but, I mean, right. the way that they do the formula for this, when he comes out, he'll be mm -hmm. like that. It's worth noting, number one in defense is Shuckle, which is okay. just hilarious, in my opinion. <laughs> yes. Right, and his stamina is 168, which puts him at 28 out of 63, so almost like halfway through there. Um, mm -hmm. If you do get a Reg Ice, it's notable that his best attack moves are going to be Frost Breath and Blizzard, which are both uh, ice moves together. That's the best attack combo. And otherwise, um, his fight combo, which is Rock Smash and Focus Blast, those are really the only things you want to see on a Reg Ice. Um, if you have the Fast TM or the Charge TM, and you can switch it around, maybe. Otherwise, he's just kind of a huge defender to have on your team. And unfortunately, which is a bummer. Unfortunately, yeah. defense doesn't scale so well in Pokemon encounters. Right. For Pokemon Go, like it does in the mainstream Pokemon games, especially because the way Raiden's mm -hmm. and gym mechanic. And I just want to read uh, Regice's Pokedex entry because it's, like a lot of Pokemon, kind of funny. <laughs> so, Regice's body was made during an ice age. The deep frozen body can't be melted even by fire, which is ironic because weak to fire type. This Pokemon controls frigid air of negative 328 degrees Fahrenheit, wow. negative 200 degrees Celsius for those who use that scale. So, especially applicable considering he's coming out in the dead of summer. Right. Yeah, it was kind of like a tongue-in-cheek release. Right. 100 you know. degrees out here in Chicago, and he's just sitting on the top of the gym all uh, pretty. All over the place. Right. I but think it, on Sunday, the first Sunday that he came out, mm -hmm. Ness and I went out and we did like five raids with a raid train, and like I, right. I caught like four. I think you caught like three. Two. Mm -hmm. Two? Yeah. It was, uh, he's not that difficult to get. Yeah. He kind of stands still and just lets you, like, throw balls at him. If you know how to circle yeah. lock, like, you're good. I mean, being a, a raid boss right now, he is very difficult to achieve because he has that massive defense mode. So you need a large group or, you know, at least a mid-sized group with a lot of high-level players to get him down where you need to be. But notably, he is weak to fighting, fire, rock, and steel. And he doubly resists ice, his own type, and, you know, water and psychic and all of those in between just kind of don't really do too much for him. So if you are facing Regice and you're lacking players, make sure you know what your team is that's facing him, you know his weaknesses, and you're picking all of those, because this is one of the Pokemon where the suggested group from Pogo doesn't necessarily work out. So you kind of need to know what you're going in with. Yeah. Um, because his defense is so high you re and his attack is so mm -hmm. low, even as a raid boss, if you're doing the correct typing, you want to pick guys that are going to burn through him really fast. Like Machamps right. are a great choice. Mm -hmm. Moltres that knows overheat and fire spin, fire spin and overheat. Right. Um, all those Charizards that you picked up during Charmander Community Day mm -hmm. that have Blast Burn, great choices. Mm -hmm. Ho-Oh, great choice. Like all of these things are mm -hmm. fantastic. They don't need to be beefy. They just need to attack real hard. Right. And as I've been doing other raids, you know, three-star raids, two-star raids kind of in the area, I always think it's hilarious when my suggested group throws in my reg ice in there, my two reg ice, because I'm like, <laughs> this is going to be great. I don't need to run down the clock because it's already ticking. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. need my reg ice on my team. So unfortunately, that kind of puts him in a weird position of him just being a novelty item right now because you can't really use him to defend a gym. He's not really going to be super useful unless you have those ultimate attack moves. Even so, it's kind of not one of your best choices to do with that. So he's just kind of fun to have around. It's good to have him. It's cool to see him nearby. But otherwise, I would kind of rate him as like a 2 out of 10 for, you know, raid bosses that I'd want to have around. Yeah. Kyle, how do you feel about him? Uh, I think that's I think that's a pretty accurate assessment, especially he's got really high defense. He's got almost exactly middle-of-the-road stamina when you ta count account for how much tying there is for base stamina. And his attack is just Abysmal. below average. <laughs> We'll say. Uh, that's pretty kind. <laughs> he's not even notable. Yeah. He's an interesting looking Pokemon that's going to be there to complete your pokes for the most part. God, I have five of them. What am I doing with those? I don't understand. Um, experience. <laughs> yeah. You know No, it. it's true. I mean, like, you know, with a lucky egg, 20,000 for a legendary raid is nothing, nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. 
Yeah, I have to agree. He's pretty. He's pretty useless. Yeah, poor guy. Until maybe like in battles, it'll be fun if you if your strategy is to run out the clock. He would be such a great gym defender, but at the same time, I'm happy that he's not able to be a gym defender because he'd be a nightmare to deal with. More so than Blissey. Yeah, please, I don't want any more. I don't want to deal with any of those. Yeah, but yeah, so uh, power up your Machamps, which you should be anyway because they're great for just about everything. Mm -hmm. Fire types, you know, and get out there and get at least one. If you don't have any of the ones that have been recommended, we did just have Tyranitar Day, and Tyranitar will be Mm -hmm. a good choice against Regice as long as he does not have Earthquake. Because right. if he has Earthquake, you're going to be in for a bad time in there with Tyranitar. Right. Yeah, you want to do a double rock move on Tyranitar, and mm-hmm. Stone Edge will just wreck Reg Ice. Right. But this ties into our next segment, since this is our first episode. We don't have anything to show you right now, um, but we're going to do some AR shots. So kind of tying in with our Pokemon lore, um, we are going to ask you guys to submit to our email, social media, whatever you can find, some AR shots with you and Regice, or Regice in the wild, wherever you see them. And you might get a chance to win some stickers or some other prizes that we have made up for the show. Yeah. Speaking of all of our social media and everything like that, mm-hmm. if you guys want to send us an email and we would love to hear from you, thoughts on the show or just weigh in on, you know, how you feel about Regice. If you want to defend him, <laughs> please, please do. Change I would, my mind. I would Regice love... is a bad Pokemon to have. Change my mind. Absolutely. I would, <laughs> I would love to feel differently. I'd love to be educated. Teach me I'm wrong and... I'll teach other people why they're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) He'll pass it along. Our email is mail at gocastpodcast.com. You can also visit our website if you don't want to send us an email from, you know, whatever your email address and system is. You can just go ahead and fill out an online form on our Contact Us tab on our website, which is www.gocastpodcast.com. Or follow us on Twitter at at gocastpodcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so send in those AR shots, maybe get some prizes, and then we'll post them for you guys to see on our next episode. Yep, in the show notes. And mm-hmm. as always, take a look in the show notes for everything we talked about here today and relevant resources and materials. Cool. And I think that's pretty much... That's going gonna, that's gonna to do it for our first episode here. Yeah. Is there anything so. else uh, you guys want to cover real quick? Anything that we might have missed? I think so. Just a passing note, because I am a huge fan of the core games... Regice and the other Regis have a very unique way that you get it as a kid because it it teaches you Braille when you have to unlock them. And and I just like bringing that up for people who may have not played Generation 3, maybe a little bit younger. It's a really fun way of opening up new aspects of the game. I did not. Yeah, that's that's what you're missing out on not playing the other generations. Yeah, you have to... uh, Gen 1 or die. You have to find a specific (laughs) tile that you access. (laughs) And then... There's a giant room that has every letter of the Braille alphabet and uh, on a pillar. And then you use that to unlock a secret message. And then once you unlock that, it opens up three caves throughout the world that you then have to find, which each have their own puzzle to find the Reggies. That's cool. It's so, awesome. That's cool. Yeah, those it's definitely games the most super involved. Very well thought out. Yeah, you yeah. feel like you're actually discovering something, which you know, was kind of new like for a game boy game like that. So maybe I'll pick up... I'll dig through your and find. Absolutely. They just they just uh, made a couple years ago Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. And so, I, I have those, so So you can totally play those. It's not quite the same experience anymore. <laughs> yeah. But, but I'm uh, I'm nostalgic because Gen three was my favorite. So. Gen three is a great one. Gen two is the mm-hmm. best, but that's fine. We'll talk about that later. Maybe some other show. <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining us on our first episode of GoCast. We plan on having episodes every single week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I plan on uh, having us record on Saturday when we can do it. We're always going to try to publish on Sundays. Right. So you guys can look forward to that. Please go ahead and subscribe on wherever you subscribe to podcasts. Visit our website. Leave us a review on any place that you subscribe to your podcast. That would help us out a bunch. Um, and we would, again, love to hear from you. Our email one more time is mail at gocastpodcast.com. And until next week, bye. Bye. Bye.